0: Hello and welcome to Dusty VCR, the podcast where we rewatch old movies from our childhood and decide whether they still hold up. I'm your host, Michael Lynch, and I'm joined by my co-host and sister, Rachel. Rachel, how are you?
1: I'm pretty good. Just sorted through a bunch of mail and have, you know, about half of it left, so...
0: That's good progress.
1: Very excited about... Doing the rest of that, and yeah. then, you know, just recycling a bunch of it and never doing anything with the stuff that's remaining that I actually have to do stuff for. Mm. I was finding a lot of stuff from July and June of 2017. <laughs> so
0: that seems like you're, you're making good progress.
1: I am. I am. And I appreciate your, your encouragement.
0: Excellent. And we're also joined by our co-host and friend, Zena. Zena, how's it going?
1: Uh, it's going well. Going well. Just sitting here doodling. And uh, working on my first tattoo design.
0: Oh, you're getting a tattoo or you're giving a tattoo?
1: I'm giving you a tattoo. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> During this is the new, podcast. News to me. Yeah. It's
0: a surprise twist.
1: Spoiler alert, it's going to be a monkey.
0: <laughs> oh. And that dovetails very nicely into our movie today, which is the 1994 movie Monkey Trouble, starring Thora Birch, Harvey Keitel, and a monkey. So Thora Birch plays a little girl who desperately wants a pet monkey, but her parents won't let her have one. Or Wait. rather, she just wants a pet. <laughs>
1: A pet... She wants a Rottweiler.
0: She does want a Rottweiler. Yeah. But she finds a pet monkey in the park and adopts him, but that she doesn't know is that Harvey Cartel is the real owner of this monkey, and he's trying to get the monkey back because it's part of a criminal scheme.
1: Bum, bum, bum.
0: So, Zena, what were your impressions going into the movie?
1: Well, I was wondering who Harvey Cartel was. I was trying to figure <laughs> out which actor played the monkey. Um... <laughs> That's Harvey Cartel, yeah. Harvey Cartel. I like okay, to you call him cool. Harvey
0: Cartel. <laughs> he's, he's part of the, the famous Harvey Cartel yeah, of actors.
1: <laughs> it really added to his, like, bad guy appearance. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, I watched the trailer ah. prior to watching the movie, and <clears throat> my first impression was that if I were to see this as a kid, it would probably be one of those movies where, like, I wanted to be her. I want it to be, what's oh, her name, Mimi? Thora Birch. Thora oh, Birch. Her Eva? Eva is the character. Eva, name. yes. Yes, I would want to be Eva. Similar to how when I watched Matilda, you know, I wanted to be Matilda. Oh, definitely. I thought it looked entertaining, yeah.
0: Yeah. Rachel, how about you? What What did you remember about the movie?
1: I remembered very little from this movie. I remembered Thora Birch and Harvey Keitel, although I couldn't remember his name. Harvey Cartel. Harvey Cartel. <laughs> and. I remember Harvey Keitel being like this gypsy villain guy. So I don't
0: think we're allowed to say gypsy anymore. I think Uh, right, I know, but they actually say it. They do in the movie.
1: The correct term is what? Romani. Romani. Okay. Well, they say they say gypsy in the movie, and actually, I can't turn off the the subtitles on this particular thing we watched. Brought to you by Fandango Now. (laughs) um and so it says anytime he's talking it says gypsy
0: oh really shows
1: what he's saying he doesn't even have a name in the movie
0: but do they do they assign lines to the other character do they say like eva and then sometimes i think it's i
1: think it's occasionally like if there's a lot of back and forth so so it could be if you you know if you're hearing impaired that you make sure you know who's saying what
0: now that i think about it i don't remember him having a name Right, so, he doesn't
1: have a name okay.
0: in the movie. That's, that, that adds to how ominous he is.
1: Yeah, so now that you say that about wanting to be her, I definitely did want to be her growing up. I remember that. Yeah, But
0: in what way? Just I, owning a monkey? Well, or? I didn't
1: remember exactly. So just in in the pre-watching of it, I didn't really remember what it was that I found interesting about her. I guess I liked her her style. She's got like a... 90s tomboy little girl <laughs> style.
0: She's always wearing mismatched socks and like and, dirty sneakers and
1: oversized vests. Yeah. Yeah. And backwards caps.
0: Oh, yeah, big on the backwards cap.
1: Yeah. So, I knew that the there was a monkey that was Harvey Keitel's monkey and Thor Birch gets it somehow and he's trying to get the monkey back. And I knew there was some kind of bad stuff about Harvey Keitel but I just thought he was mean I didn't know why he wanted this monkey so badly Mm.
0: did you were there any lines that you remembered
1: not at all
0: (gasps) really no but once we watched the
1: trailer I did remember one
0: what was the line
1: Uh, I don't know anything about any monkey that's in the trailer yes
0: that's a weird line for the trailer
1: yeah well they just really wanted to play up like there is a monkey in this movie movie. (laughs) even though this guy doesn't know anything about it it's true.
0: <laughs> we would quote that all the time. We, it's not something we can do again because it's like in an in a offensive Indian accent, but there's, it's the laundromat owner says, when at, at one point she's looking for the monkey and he says, I don't know anything about any monkey. And it was just like always a line we would, I guess because he's so flustered, it was a line we would say all the time growing up. It would, it would always be, I don't know anything about any monkey, but I don't know...
1: It's a good response to, like, any any <laughs> given and thing someone says to you, yeah. Yeah, looking
0: back, like, there's so many lines that I remember quoting a lot, but I'm like, what would be the context where that would be an appropriate thing mm-hmm. to say? Like, when are you going to say, I don't know anything about any monkey? All the
1: time. I'm going to yeah. say it all the time from now on. Well, we
0: don't know anything about any monkey, so that, it does make sense for us, yeah, that yeah, to be exactly. something we say.
1: Just as Zeno was saying, it's good for any situation.
0: Right. Going into it, that was, that was definitely a line I remembered too. And I, I had this distinct memory of the line, I will dis-teach you to unlearn everything those jerks taught you. I don't know why that line always stuck with me. But oh, because
1: it's so confusing.
0: It's confusing, yeah.
1: Grammatically.
0: Right. It's it's many negatives.
1: Is that too many negatives? Like, does it dis-teach make Dis-teach you to
0: unlearn. I will
1: dis-teach you to unlearn. Yeah, so I think that... It doesn't make sense.
0: It means that she'll reinforce, reinforce the idea of stealing. So I think... That that isn't what she meant to say.
1: It's not. <laughs>
0: I don't think so because no. that dis teach you to unlearn means that she's going to reinforce the, the stealing lessons, mm-hmm. okay. which we later see that she doesn't do. So, I also wanted to be Thora Birch, in that she owned a monkey. But and I remember like growing up being so jealous of. I really want had fantasies of owning a monkey, and I thought that would be so fun.
1: Because of the movie.
0: I don't know, because I thought that initially I was I was trying to come up with what I remember about the movie. And I was like, oh, this must be the movie where I, I got the idea that it would be cool to own a monkey. But then I remember there's actually a lot of things growing up where somebody owned a monkey exactly like this. So mm-hmm. there's also Aladdin, where he has a monkey. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Friends, where Ross has a monkey. That's what I was thinking monkey. of, yeah. I would say Monkey Trouble is probably a stronger one because it's like a kid owning a monkey. I'm like, I'm, I'm a little kid. She seems to be taking care of this monkey fine. It also can steal things for me.
1: Right. There's also this one, I watched it not too many months ago when I was living with a, with a dusty VCR, um, <laughs> where this lady falls in love with a monkey. Um, I looked it up last night. It's called, like, uh, Big Big King Joe or, or something. Um, <laughs> she's, oh. like, a, a rich millionaire lady who, like, has a, has a gorilla. It's not a monkey. It's a gorilla. And he, like... It's not pros- Mighty
0: Joe Young, is it? Yes, 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 yes. yes oh. that, that's it, that's it
1: um i don't know if
0: i ever saw that
1: yeah it's uh gets a little weird yeah
0: she falls in love with the gorilla
1: oh wait no no the gorilla the gorilla falls in love with her but oh. it's kind of mutual it's mutual oh, okay. yeah yeah
0: okay <laughs> so after seeing it do we feel like it it held up no no
1: i hated it oh really i hated it
0: Zena, what about you
1: um, I thought it was cute. I uh-huh. liked it for for what it was. Um, Ooh,
0: this is the first disagreement we've had on the podcast. I don't this know if we're gonna This is the first disagreement fake. Rachel and fake. I have had in our lives. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> in our life. <laughs> in Our collective life.
0: <laughs> so Rachel, what did you hate about it?
1: <sighs> I found the movie really stressful. Mm. I <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I have an issue. I guess. I don't exactly know what my issue is here. I have an issue with children's movies where there's a lot of action.
0: Mm. (laughs) No Spy kids right out. (laughs) Mm,
1: I think that would be different. I think I don't like it when it's pretending to be a cute movie, but they're always running away from bad guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of danger and...
1: There was some scary scenes with uh, with, with Harvey, uh, Cartel. Harvey Cartel. I was yeah. going to call him Mr. Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call him that. Out. Yeah, because he doesn't have a name. So, yeah, um, there was some pretty scary scenes with Mr. Mafia. When he was, oh, the scariest was when he was yelling at the monkey. I felt, I think yeah. if I was a kid, I would have cried. I would have felt so bad yeah. for that monkey. Yeah. And I would have cried. I did cry, even in my adult life.
0: <laughs> so, Can't lie. I yeah I felt like I was disappointed, but I also felt like it's probably still f- fine as a kids movie. I I didn't enjoy it as much as I was hoping to, but it did feel like it would be fun for a kid. There's a lot of scenes where it's just something where I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, this is just for kids, and I'm getting nothing out of this. Right. Where it seems like they're it's not. There's a lot of like kids movies now where I feel like they they try to be more sophisticated and keep the adults engaged, and mm, there's mm-hmm. like. While there's something for kids, there's also jokes that are just for adults, so adults feel like...
1: Yeah, there's no real adult jokes in this
0: movie. There were some parts that were. To, to get into it, it starts out and we see that Harvey Cartel has got this monkey and he he trains it. it. It seems like it's just a boardwalk act, but when people go to give him money, it's the monkey's actually stealing their watches or earrings and stuff, and that's Harvey Cartel's business. <clears throat> so then the monkey doesn't like it because... Harvey Keitel just always yells at the monkey, and then I I did like that the monkey writes Harvey Keitel a breakup letter. Yeah,
1: that's really cute. Yeah. You just
0: see the monkey take out the little pen and scratch something on a piece of paper and put it in an envelope, and then the next morning Harvey Keitel wakes up and just seems so mystified by this letter, but he he kind of knows what it is. Right. I enjoyed that, but yeah, like there's a lot of it. It wasn't that enjoyable to watch as an adult. I I feel like it might be fun if I had a kid. I feel like it would be fun to to watch it with a child, like my child and see if they react to it the way that I reacted.
1: Right. I think I would find it disturbing to watch with a child.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that should be our next podcast is we, we all have kids and then rewatch these same movies with our kids and see how they enjoy it. Yeah. We can,
1: we can have that in the works by like next week. Yeah. No problem. Okay. I was very impressed by the monkey's acting. Everyone yes! else was yes! terrible. The monkey yes! was amazing. There was one other actor
0: who was good. But yeah, the <laughs> monkey was good. Like everything the monkey had to react to. Like, yeah. yeah, it was great. Yeah,
1: that was a very talented monkey. Yeah,
0: and he never was into anything else again. He was, really? Yeah, like he, I was like, oh, it's probably the same monkey that I've seen in everything. But he's, it's not. It was you, just you
1: that I You would
0: him? I IMBD'd him. <laughs> Yeah, the monkey was great. And like he, he just had great reactions. He could play cute. Like he could put on a little hat and wear clothes in a funny way. Like that monkey scared. was great.
1: Was it just one monkey? It was
0: just one monkey. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: Mm. Well, that's impressive. That's very impressive. The
0: other actor, they I was just
1: put a uh, a movie with all monkeys.
0: All monkeys. <laughs> yeah, monkeys playing Thora Birch's role. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was. I was surprised because I remember Thora Birch being a good child actor, and I go back to this. And Thora Birch is not that good at no, this. No,
1: bad child acting. She wasn't, she wasn't terrible, but she wasn't great.
0: There were occasional moments where I thought she was, it was impressive. There was one where she's kind of banging her head on the floor and she's trying to figure out what to do.
1: That's a cute scene. There's,
0: there's cute scenes where it's, she's doing something that's kind of like an adult.
1: We're throwing right. around the word cute a lot, so I think it was a cute movie you
0: know it was a cute movie I mean, harvey keitel was so cute
1: cute if you like terrifying men <laughs> ch- chasing around <laughs> so scared monkeys uh-huh. such a scared you monkey you don't like the impending doom that I is always in the children's don't movie huh like that it doesn't bother me when that's the case as much in adult not adult adult films, <laughs> adult films.
0: i hate when i'm watching porn and there's just this impending <laughs> doom impending
1: doom <laughs> Uh, Just let them have a good time. It's <laughs> porn. But in, in movies made for adults. movies made for adults. <laughs> it doesn't bother me as much. Although I don't like action movies for that reason. Uh, hmm.
0: The other actor I was very impressed by was Jack, the baby.
1: Jack is great. <gasps> Jack was great, yeah. Jack he, is the best part of the movie.
0: Yeah, he was great. He was doing complex things, and how old do you think he was?
1: Two and a half. Oh, he's he's twins.
0: Right, I know he's twins. What but do you mean
1: he's twins?
0: They always get twins to play babies in oh. TV shows. That was
1: Steve and Dan's baby. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Steve and Dan are their identical twin friends. And, and <laughs> half of the lead patrons of yeah. the Dusty VCR podcast.
1: <laughs> well, uh, apparently is this Dan's stuff here? Yes. This yeah, is. so they actually they, oh, both, they are both are sponsors.
0: Okay, excellent.
1: We have clone sponsors.
0: Yeah, so I thought I thought Jack was good. I thought Mimi Rogers was good. Mimi Rogers plays Thor Birch's mom.
1: Yeah, she's so mean. The adults in this movie were so mean. Ugh, they were trying to be such adults. You know, teach her responsibility. Ugh, I'm just yeah. like, buy your were, dog. They were like... Listen, Eva, you are completely irresponsible. You don't do shit. You leave your room a mess. You're late for everything. You never change your baby brother's diaper. There was no positive reinforcement. Nothing. They were like, once you show us that you can do something around here. You're a responsible 10-year-old. Then we'll get you a dog, they, even though we can't get you a dog because your stepfather right. is allergic. The,
0: the stuff they expected her to do, also, she's eating dinner and Mimi Rogers is like, here, take this diaper that's filled with poop and go throw it out. Like,
1: she's eating dinner.
0: Like, you throw it. You're packing the diaper. Yeah, your hands
1: are you- already covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> you take care of that, Mom. Yeah,
0: I feel like they had very unrealistic expectations of Thora Birch. Yeah. But yeah, like it's fun to see that the dad is Christopher McDonald and he's the villain and everything. So he it's kind is. of fun to see him being a good guy.
1: Right. When I first saw him, that he was in it, I was like, oh, is he a bad guy in this too? But it's right. just because I always associate him with right. being a bad guy and everything else.
0: But the thing that I totally forgot about and was kind of impressed by was the the divorce and like the whole yeah. complex family yeah, dynamic. that
1: was a good, that seemed like a really... Um... Like nice arrangement. What's the word? Like uh healthy, amicable, amicable. amicable yeah. yeah, yeah. They were all. There was no tension. It yeah. didn't seem like at all. And they were just, they worked things out in a way that worked for all of them. Yeah. Who was uh? Who was Jack's father?
0: I thought Christopher McDonald, the the new yeah, father, I mean. was Jack's and, father. And
1: who was the mom? Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers or, was or the, the mom. babysitter? <laughs> I wasn't sure.
0: I got. I thought the babysitter was another daughter. <laughs> And I was like, how does she fit in? When
1: she was Wait, joining them for dinner? So, so, Zena, are you asking if the babysitter was was Jack's mom? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be a very interesting dynamic. We're married. I am pregnant to the babysitter. It was a very interesting family. <laughs> but it was impressive in that that was pretty irrelevant to the plot. And it was just, it seemed like a kind of thing where they're like, oh, let's not just make it a straight thing. Like, yeah. let's add some interesting elements here where they're divorced and... They all get along and they relate to each other. There's not like, yeah, there's not hostility between the new stepfather and Eva's dad. He just kind of comes around and they're all contributing to the family. Right. It, it was also funny seeing Mimi Rogers so young. Like my first memory of Mimi Rogers being aware who, of who that was is Austin Powers. Austin Powers was like oh, yeah. two or three years after this movie and she's playing Elizabeth Hurley's mom. Elizabeth Hurley at the time was like in her mid-20s or 30s, and Mimi Rogers is her mother. So she went from playing Thora Birch's mother to like two or three years later playing somebody who's probably 20 years older.
1: She really aged quickly.
0: She aged quickly, but yeah, I liked seeing her. And so Thora Birch discovers this monkey in the park because it it runs away from Harvey Cartel. Mr. Mafia. Mr. Mafia. And she takes it in and she... decides she can just hide it in her backpack and keep it in her room and keep it as the secret pet that nobody else notices. Oh, there's one other part we actually skipped over. So before she finds it, coincidentally, the monkey robbed Thora Birch's house. So the mafia is trying to get Harvey Keitel to use the monkey on some big heist they've got planned. And as a demonstration, they have it, by coincidence, robbed Thora Birch's house. So the monkey has been to Thora Birch's house before. And so then... They think it's like a human that, that robbed their house. And Christopher McDonald plays a police lieutenant. And so, so they, they think that they got robbed while they were in the house and they're all really scared. But there was this thing that gave me a lot of comfort growing up because Christopher McDonald at one point is trying to figure it out. And he's like, they missed a $100 bill in my wallet, but they took singles out of your wallet and they took like little irrelevant things like a nail clipper, but mm-hmm. they also took jewelry. So like, who are we dealing with? And they have to be an amateur because they robbed the house while we were still in it. So the fact that he said they robbed the house, while we were still in it. I was so terrified of burglars when I was young and I would stay home a lot. And I think part of it is at one point, our mom would just sometimes say things that were terrifying and she wouldn't realize how, how much it terrified me. But I remember at one point she, she just said to me, she was like, oh, you know, like the, this house that was like a half a mile away from us. A burglar broke in, and then they murdered both people inside.
1: Isn't that scary? And then she left you home alone. Yeah, she's like, all right, bye. No, she'd be just like,
0: isn't that scary? How scary is that? All right, anyway. Isn't that going to keep you up all night? And so I I did still like staying home alone a lot, just for the, the independence of it. But I was always like, oh, I really hope a burglar doesn't come in and then kill me. But then seeing this movie, because I at the time I was just like, oh, a burglar is just going to come in and murder whoever they find. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched the movie, I, was, I realized, oh, burglars don't want to encounter people there. That's only something amateur burglars do. So most burglars are going to wait until I'm not here. So they're not going to murder me.
1: So you trusted monkey trouble rather than real evidence of something that happened down the street from you.
0: Well, I thought that was... Maybe I was, like, aware enough of maybe that could be a fluke. Like, that's uh-huh. not something that happens very often. Right. It wasn't down the street from us. It was, it was in our neighborhood.
1: Were so. you comforted by the fact that maybe it wouldn't even be humans robbing your house? It would yeah. be a monkey?
0: I, like, that was, that was part of it. It was like, maybe it's just going to be a monkey, and I, he breaks in, and he's yeah. like. Yeah, you. Because if, if you think about it, like, the, my other exposure to burglars in movies is Home Alone.
1: And in yeah, that movie, well.
0: like, having burglars is really fun. They're, like, playmates that you can torture and mm-hmm. well, feel morally superior because... That's a... <laughs> that's another stressful movie. <laughs>
1: that's another very stressful movie for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so she, she adopts this monkey, and what else happens? So then she's, like, kind of draining the monkey. She has this friend at school that she tells about... Oh, the other thing that's funny is she, she hides it while she's at school with the pet store owner. She mm-hmm. apparently, like, goes to this pet store all the time. Pet store owner doesn't really have a lot of questions about why Thora Birch suddenly has a monkey. She's like, oh, my dad got it from Pirates in the Caribbean. And the adult pet store owner is like, sure, that's a plausible story for me. I'll keep your monkey all day. I'm apparently equipped to care for a monkey in this pet store that mostly is just fish and dogs. Right. So she, she keeps the, the monkey. And then the, the big tension is that she's scheduled to stay at her dad's house. And she thinks it's going to be really difficult to hide the monkey at her dad's house because it's just her and her dad. Whereas at home, there's the babysitter and the, the little brother.
1: Well, we didn't talk about the falling out between Thora Birch and her best friend, Katie. Right. Which occurred when she told Katie that she had a big secret to tell her when she got to school. right? And Katie got... Like, 12 people gathered around saying, Hey, Eva's got this cool secret to tell us about. (laughs) Tell
0: everybody this cool secret.
1: And then Eva doesn't want to tell her anymore because she gathered everyone in the school. And Katie's like, Well, we're not friends anymore. You need to tell me your secret. Right. But then they become friends again later just by revealing the secret. Right. Yeah, that's that's some real kid shit to me. I'm like, yeah, I've I've been there. Been there. You're not my friend. Tell me your secret. Tell me your secret, and you'll be my friend again. I couldn't remember. Tell me your secret, and let me tell the entire school, and then you'll be my friend again.
0: (laughs) I couldn't remember how realistic that was. I don't remember. Like I remember, I'm not your friend anymore being a thing that kids say, but now I can't remember if that's a thing kids actually said or that's just a thing kids in movies said.
1: No, that that. kids kids say say that. that. Oh yeah, Uh, say that.
0: But could you guys relate to that that kind of thing? I
1: could relate to that. scene, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So she goes to, to her dad's house, and she realizes she doesn't have any money, and so they... She, she tries. goes to
1: her dad's house, and he's not there. He's, he's not there, he's flying right. airplanes for the week.
0: She gets to the dad's house, and she realizes she doesn't have any money. The dad doesn't have any food, and so she has to figure out a way to get food, and she comes up with basically the same plan as Harvey Keitel used this monkey, or at least the front that Harvey Keitel used for this monkey. Mm-hmm. of the Go to the, to the boardwalk. boardwalk, yeah. Yeah.
1: Show off the monkey. Right. Do you know where they were?
0: I think they were in Venice Beach.
1: I thought Venice Beach, but then I thought in Multiplicity, I thought that was Venice Beach, but it was Miami. Well, so I did see
0: Michael Keaton walking by in the background.
1: <laughs> Several Michael Keatons. <laughs> Several
0: Michael Keatons in the monkey scene.
1: <laughs> so I thought maybe it was Miami and that maybe they were going to go to the clones uh, pizza shop.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like that was a big missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even even though, even though multiplicity...
1: This, it would have been a <laughs> foreshadowing.
0: Yeah, foreshadowing a movie that would come out five years later. So she she does the thing on the boardwalk, and then they get home, and she realizes that the monkey's been stealing from everybody because she finds the this tourist's wallet, and she's finding all this jewelry. And then she figures out that the, the way that the monkey was able to get into her dad's house is because he's a trained break-in artist, and so she decides to deprogram him. And right. what did you think of the, the deprogramming scene?
1: That's kind of cute. Yeah. I
0: enjoyed that, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably one of the better scenes of the movie.
0: Yeah, she's doing all these things where she's she's teaching the monkey that the monkey should prefer toys to jewelry. And so there's, there's one part where she's holding up a banana and she's holding up a $5 bill. And the, she's trying to get the monkey to take the banana and he takes the $5 bill. And she, she's actually bad at training because she's like, No, this is bad. No, no, this is bad. Yes, yes, this is good. (laughs) Like, unless the monkey understands English. (laughs) Right. But the monkey eventually, then the next scene, the monkey grabs both the banana and the $5 bill, which I thought was cute. And then there's one scene that she, it's sort of cute, but it's also kind of, she's like torturing the monkey. She makes the monkey sit in this circle of jewels and yells at him anytime he, he picks up any of them. But then eventually she's able to deprogram the monkey and get him to reject jewelry.
1: Right. She's such a skilled trainer. She's
0: a skilled trainer. She does that all in a day. Apparently it it took Harvey Keitel years to get him to steal stuff and then solved in a day. So what did you guys think of the scene in the supermarket where she finally has money from earning everything on the boardwalk and she goes to the supermarket to, to buy food for the weekend?
1: And the monkey has been sneaking a bunch of food into her backpack. Right. Yeah. What did we think about that scene? So
0: there's that woman. I feel like there was a lot going on there. There so is a
1: lot going the on. The woman
0: is, is eyeing her. There's, there's one of the cashiers is eyeing her as she's paying. The cashier keeps looking at Thora Birch, and Thor Birch keeps looking back at this woman. And then the woman accuses Thora Birch of shoplifting. Based mm-hmm. on nothing, really. Just, I guess, the fact that Thora Birch looks nervous.
1: Right. And she had, like, a huge backpack that she kept shifting around.
0: Right. And then she, like, makes Thora Birch go through the metal detector, and it goes off. But the cashier's explanation is that she knows the girl's father. So I thought, did you think they were implying something with the cashier? No. I thought it was implied that the cashier had dated Thor Birch's mom, Thora Birch's dad, and oh. gotten dumped, and she was pissed off.
1: Oh, because
0: that makes a lot of sense. Because she's like kind of out to get Thorbert throughout. Because later on, it did
1: seem like that Harvey right, Keitel
0: yeah. comes looking for her, and, and she's the cashier
1: a, the single. Her, he, she, I know his dad;
0: he's single. Yeah. I mean, he has a charge account right here, right? So it seems like they dated.
1: Yeah, and that's she's, very subtle.
0: It's very subtle, and like kind of yeah, they're they're like layering in things where it seems like they don't really need to. Yeah. But that scene. It reminded me of this experience I had when I don't know how old I was. I was like eight or nine and we were in synagogue and they had these little, it looked like they hadn't been used in years, but it was like these little boxes that they at one point used for donations. And so like they at one point locked, but they no longer locked. And I think I was just like a a little kid and looking around at stuff. And I opened the box and there was like a, like an old penny inside. And I was like, Oh, a penny. And I like took it out. But the rabbi saw me and like, I didn't realize that the rabbi saw me and he came over and, tricked me into shaking, shaking his hand. And I had to like reveal that I was holding a penny and I didn't think of it. Like I stole this penny. It was just sort of like you're a little kid and you find a penny someplace. And I didn't think of it as like somebody donated this penny and I'm stealing it. Right. But I like, I remember him just like, like, Oh, I forgive you for, for your sin of stealing this penny. And I was like, no, I didn't want to be, I couldn't explain like, no, I wasn't even trying to steal. I thought it was just a penny that I found. But so I really, I remember relating to this experience with, where Thora Birch where they like all think that she's a thief but she didn't actually steal anything
1: yeah totally and they
0: make her go back and it, she figures out that like there actually is stuff in her yeah. backpack so like to everybody it looks like she was stealing
1: yeah yeah i was very upset with with the with the lady in the store right. i was like no no Ava don't show her your backpack no you're right we didn't right. do anything <laughs> wrong <laughs>
0: But did you ever have a feeling like that of yeah, adults? Yeah, once
1: I was in CVS shoplifting. I was shoving makeup <laughs> up my sleeves. I was with my mom. I was a kid, and we go to walk out, and I open the door for her, and all my makeup falls out of my sleeve, and we both look at it on the ground, and she says, "Pick that shit up. Hurry up." <laughs> Oh, she didn't say that. But uh, yeah, she totally covered for me. <laughs> so did, you,
0: did you give it so back that. or did you just keep the makeup?
1: No, either me or my mom picked it up and walked out oh. of the store.
0: <laughs> well, do you remember? Sorry, <laughs> mom. <laughs> Rachel, when she was like three or four, shoplifted a koosh?
1: A couche ball, yeah. A ball. I remember do, that. You remember that? Uh-huh. I think I was just, I was like playing with it and just a dumb little kid walking around. And then we were all leaving the store, so I just walked out, and I was I was holding the koosh ball, so yeah, the thing went off. Is that what no? Happened? It
0: didn't go off. It was funny oh. because you you like absentmindedly walked around the the detector, which you can just do. <laughs> you just oh walked so you weren't going through the the two bars, uh-huh. and so it never went off. And then we were like twenty feet away, and Mom is like, "Where'd you get that?"
1: Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. So
0: she, she went back, and she actually set the, the detector off. I think going back in. Yeah. And she's like, "We didn't pay for this, and put it back." And they tackled
1: her. <laughs> they
0: tackled <laughs> her. They tased her immediately.
1: Our mom, the original, don't tase me, bro. <laughs> don't tase me, bro.
0: <laughs> so she depowered the monkey. She's got all this money, so she's she's living large. And then Harvey Keitel is comes looking for the monkey because he's he's been putting up flyers all over the place. I don't know what leads her to, what what leads Harvey Keitel to near the, the dad's place but he he eventually finds his way there. But then yeah, Harvey Keitel okay. talks to the, the cashier, which that's the scene where like that cashier is
1: way uh, out
0: of line. Right way out of line or like very vindictive.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cuz
0: Harvey Keitel is like the shadiest guy ever. Like I'm a guy with gold teeth. I think he's wearing a Harvard t-shirt under like a linen suit.
1: Right, it's like a like a super grody Harvard t-shirt.
0: Right. And he's like, I'm searching for a little girl. I'm a grown, like, shady man with grungy hair, and I'm, I'm searching for this nine-year-old girl. And
1: gold, like, gold-plated teeth.
0: Yeah, where can I find her? And the cashier is like, sure, I'll give you the dad's address so you can go directly there and, and find her. So then Harvey Keitel's got the, got the Roberta's address and goes and finds her. And then that's when things really heat up. That's where the, the, the looming doom is really in full force because he comes, she's just about to take a taxi back to her, her, her mom's house. And Harvey Keitel shows up. He walks, like, right into the dad's house and is very brazen and just, like, breaking into this house.
1: Well, he's a he's a criminal. He's a
0: criminal, but, you know, he seems... Like, the other things he do did seem more planned out. Like, he trained a monkey so he doesn't have to be in harm's way. Sure. But he's just going into this house and walking around, and he's demanding the monkey back, and Thoroughburt doesn't want to give it back. And so Thoroughburt escapes out of the attic and... Uh, the taxi pulls up just in the nick of time, and she gets all her stuff and gets in the taxi. But the thing she does right before she leaves is unhitches Harvey Keitel's trailer from his truck. So,
1: Under the monkey's instruction,
0: The monkey teaches her how to do that. Monkey like goes and gives her the idea because the monkey goes and kind of points at the hitch. Do you remember me playing a million times? I remember doing this when, when we were kids. I was convinced that she was saying shit. She like pulls and pulls at the hitch, and then she like gets it out and it sounds like she says, oh shit.
1: Oh, and I, I do remem- remember you playing that a, a bunch of times yeah. now that you're saying it.
0: I remember rewinding and just being like, she's saying it. It's <laughs> like, <"Wah>, shit, <laughs> shit.
1: I remember us doing that with a lot of things. Oh yeah?
0: <laughs> That's- I,
1: I feel like that was a common thing that we would do, that we would be like, what, what did they just say? Oh, oh, we got to <laughs> see that. We got to see that again. Oh, they had a blooper or something. They oh yeah. They fucked something up. And we'd go back, and go right. back, and go back.
0: So, yeah, then she gets in the cab. It's also funny that the cabbie is, like, this girl offers him, like, $15 to go fast. Oh, $15. Then I better, like, really slam it. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't seem to... How do think... we
1: know it's $15? She's just
0: holding up, like, single... It's, like, the money she got at the boardwalk. It looks... There were tens. Oh, I didn't see that. I thought it was just... It seemed like still not a, a lot of money to take orders from a nine-year-old girl.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't seem to care that she's flipping out in the back of right? the cab. <laughs> She's just watching, and he has no—he does not care at all. Whatever's right. going on behind him. And there's
0: there's like
1: serious life danger. life
0: threatening danger, yeah. So she takes the hitch, she un- unlatches the hitch from the trailer, and it just detaches on a giant hill. Mm-hmm. And she's so excited to see this. Like meanwhile, people could die. There's there's like a, a one ton trailer just flying down a, a giant hill with kids playing everywhere. And Thora Birch is like, oh, awesome. This is so cool that I made this happen. Right. Fortunately, it goes into a park and just kind of slides More to a More impending doom. More impending doom. But because of that, Harvey Keitel decides to stop. I forget why he... Ha- oh, he just gets in a car accident being distracted by the trailer. Right. And so she makes it back home. But then Harvey Keitel tracks, it, tracks the monkey down to the pet store. And then when Thora Birch goes to school, Harvey Keitel just goes to the pet store and steals the monkey back. And so then... Thora Birch comes back and finds that the, the monkey's been stolen. And then at that point, everything unravels because somehow Christopher McDonald, her dad, finds something in her possession.
1: Oh, he finds a bunch of stuff that, that was from the burglary. How does that work? wallets and stuff. She's in walking in... Thing. And out of her backpack oh, falls right. one brooch The brooch, pendant. The brooch. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, that has been reported stolen. And then he ties it to the robbery at his house mm-hmm. and then searches her room and finds all the other stuff that the monkey stole. Right. And so they they confront her and she says, no, it wasn't me, it was my secret monkey. Right. And they, of course, are dubious. And then, of course, no, anybody that can corroborate her story won't because the woman who owns the pet shop isn't there and apparently never will be back so she can never corroborate the story right and
1: and do you did you recognize who the guy is who says I don't know anything about any mon- monkey
0: I I had kind of the same experiences with, with the last movie where like I thought I had a feeling of who it was but I was like no it, it can't possibly be the same guy from, from 40 year old virgin yeah. but it's the same guy from 40 year old virgin yeah yeah did you, did you, I've
1: seen 40-Year-Old Virgin. He's
0: one of um, Steve Carell's co-workers at the electronics shop.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Steve, Steve Carell is the only person I really like. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the one who, at some point, he's like, life is not about pussy licking and fist pumping in the, in the vagina. It's about love.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, he can't help out Dora Birch. And they are getting mad at her. Meanwhile, she gets a call from her friend Katie who says that she saw the monkey in the park. So she she leaves her house to go find Dodger, the monkey. Monkey in the park. In
1: the park. Monkey in the park. <laughs> Gotta go find my monkey in the park.
0: <laughs> I love that rap from the movie. <laughs> when Dora <laughs> Birch on the way is just rapping.
1: <laughs> there should have been rapping like that throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Dora Birch should have taken more rapping. rap breaks. Yeah. But
0: then, did you guys notice, like, how absurd that scene was? Like, there's, like, a five-minute stretch where it's just bonkers, where Thora Birch runs away. They're like, oh, no, our, our nine-year-old daughter, like, mm-hmm. ran to the park by herself. And then they're like... But then the baby wanders into Thora Birch's room, and they're like, oh, let's see what this baby's up to.
1: Right.
0: Like, their daughter has run away.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're like, okay, well, like, what's what's this baby up to? Yeah, oh, he's
1: so cute. Dad. He
0: seems to be saying a word. Oh, he said monkey. What, what could that mean? Could it be that we just keep saying monkey and he's repeating us? Or... Could he be revealing to us that he knows about a secret monkey? And, and then they're all like, they're very nonchalant about Thora Birch running away. They're like, oh yeah, yeah you should, we should probably go to the park. And she's like, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Jack is walking around. And then Jack goes into the bed. And in the meantime, the monkey has gone gone back to Thora Birch's room and was hiding under her bed. And Jack and the monkey come out.
1: Yeah, that um, I wrote that down as being the only good part of the movie. When Jack is saying monkeys. And, oh, that it's um, very cute. The, the monkey comes out that's yeah. the that's the best part is yeah. that jack one or two <laughs> we don't know <laughs> jack two
0: there's actually jack black that little that baby, baby grows jack up black. to be jack oh black gosh. later
1: what is jack doing these days you
0: know oh I've, i meant to look that up i didn't i mm. forgot to okay. he probably did grow up to be jack black okay
1: yeah both so of them. both
0: of them <laughs> they converged <laughs> <laughs> so then they they all like rush to the park after they've entertain whatever Jack wanted.
1: And there's a shootout! There's
0: a shootout, and I love, there's this line, he says, the monkey stole my gun! <laughs> so, they hear a gunshot, and Christopher McDonald realizes that the monkey secretly stole the gun out of his holster without him noticing. And the, the monkey, because the monkey needed the gun to shoot at Harvey Keitel.
1: I also like in that in that shootout scene, when Harvey Keitel is, is trying to play nice to the monkey and, and appeal to the monkey. And he's going, look, nice little girl. And he does like, oh, little yeah. kiss kisses, which is so gross. Yeah. And Thor Birch goes, dork. Yes. Yeah,
0: that was weird.
1: That was great. <laughs> oh, but I forgot to talk
0: about, the scene right before that, so... Harvey Keitel finds Thora Birch in the park and mm-hmm. is, like, captures her. And he's dragging Thora Birch by the right. hair through the park and she's screaming. Right. Nobody else seems to mind that. Like, throughout no. the movie, like, everybody that is reacting to Harvey Keitel is like, oh, what a nice guy. What This, like, scraggly-haired guy <laughs> with gold teeth. He seems to be dragging a nine-year-old girl that doesn't look related to him. That's fine. We, yeah. we shouldn't get involved. So, yeah, they, they have this shootout and then everybody comes running when they hear the guns and then that makes Harvey Keitel run away. Yes. And so then, at that point, the the monkey just puts down the gun and they're all happy because they've got the monkey back and they go and arrest Harvey Keitel. There was also a really cute scene between Christopher McDonald and and Harvey Keitel. Do you guys remember that? Christopher McDonald
1: kisses his disgusting gold tooth mouth.
0: Yeah, I love that. Because he finds finds a ring. Harvey Keitel is still carrying the ring that he stole from Christopher McDonald's wife. And he gets so excited that he's like, oh my gosh, you, thank you. And he like goes and kisses Harvey Keitel. I like that.
1: Oh,
0: no, no good. I, I didn't enjoy that. Oh, I, I very You liked that.
1: it. You didn't like it. I wanted more of it. I was you like, that's <laughs> not enough.
0: <laughs> Cut off way too soon. And so, yeah, we think everything's wrapped up. And then Harvey Keitel's son, who's apparently the true owner of the monkey, comes and says that he wants the monkey back and Thora Birch is like, well
1: I thought they were gonna fall in love. I thought I, he was gonna become a like a nice kid and yeah. he was gonna be her pirate boyfriend right. and they were <laughs> gonna raise the <laughs> monkey together. Right.
0: <laughs> that kid was always really snotty like to everybody. Well look yeah.
1: who raised them. Yeah,
0: yeah Harvey keitel did Aww. raise him. And so they say, okay we'll let the monkey decide. And fortunately the kid is carrying a salamander which we learned earlier that monkeys love to eat. Mm-hmm. and he, he cheats in this let the monkey choose because he secretly shows the monkey the, the salamander but Thora Birch can't see it so then the monkey goes over to the boy and so Thora Birch is sad because the monkey didn't choose her and she's going home there's some good like terrible Thora Birch crying mm-hmm. right after because mm-hmm. she, she like clearly can't cry on cue so she's just being like ah and then they cut away and they cut back and there's like tears on her face mm-hmm. so yeah I like I enjoyed that mm-hmm. and then I like how she gets the monkey back. Did you guys follow that? So the kid calls his mom to say he got the monkey back, but he's, like, attached to the monkey to a leash. And then while he's distracted on the phone...
1: The monkey unattaches.
0: Yeah, the monkey unattaches and runs away. And he goes to chase after it, but then he gets held up by him, his hand holding the phone. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I'm trying to run out. Oh, no, my hand is still holding this payphone. <laughs> And he's like, he seemed baffled by that yeah. and can't get away. Yeah. And so he's just like, oh, I guess that's it. That's no longer my monkey. And right. he goes back to his phone call. And then the monkey comes back and the parents just act like, okay, yeah, that's, that's how property ownership works. The monkey came back to you. So now this monkey is yours.
1: Mm-hmm. True love. Well, sure. I mean, it seemed pretty clear that well they they're very quick to be like, Oh, that's the monkey's real dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're and just then like very quick, some quick to be like, kid. Oh, he came back, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And that's that's pretty much it. It just ends with her
1: having the monkey. Having monkey. And help. being so happy with her monkey and her little brother Jack, who she previously hated. Right. Mm-hmm. Some unanswered questions there, like, well, what's going to go on with the stepfather's allergies? Are they actually going to. They let her went keep away. Well, they went
0: away. He yeah. says
1: that, yeah. Oh, what'd he do? Like, lick a monkey butt and they <laughs> just went away? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You That's
0: thought, a deleted I'm, scene on the okay, DVD. Christian McDonald just licking the monkey.
1: And then what about her scary kid pirate boyfriend? Is he going to come back for vengeance? You know, it seemed like
0: he gave up pretty fast. He gave up. He's he still was attached on the payphone. To the payphone. Oh, yeah. What's he going to
1: do? Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anything we missed? Anything we, we didn't cover?
1: No, but I want to know uh, uh, what you think the moral of the story is.
0: Oh, the moral of the story is... I think that her teacher kind of gives it away, that you have to, to, to get yourself out of a lie, you have to tell the truth. She's like, oh, but wow. I've, I've been lying for so long. And the teacher says, well, the only way to fix it is by telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I that was a good kid lesson. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What did you think the moral was?
1: I wrote down several morals don't teach your monkey to steal don't lie about having monkeys don't lie about having monkeys until you can provide oh until you can prove you're responsible enough to have monkeys
0: mm.
1: so you, oh do lie do about lie. having monkeys yeah which is similar to the morals that i had for multiplicity right you know don't lie about having clones do lie about having clones <laughs> yes. Maybe uh, keep your monkey where you're hiding your clones. Yes. Hide your monkey right. and your clones together in your clone guest house. We should
0: reboot a mashup of multiplicity and monkey trouble. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, then my other two, my other two morals were: give kids a chance and give monkeys a chance. Yeah, it's
0: mm-hmm. so a good lessons. Zena,
1: um, I guess uh, don't get mixed up with scary pirates.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, we're, we're sticking with our original judgments of you hated it. I feel like it's still yeah. probably a good kids movie. I feel like if, if you've got kids and they like monkeys, this would probably be a good movie.
1: I guess. If you want to teach your children to fear the world and be running away from monkey owners.
0: Yeah. Do we want to get to our listener question?
1: Oh, we have a listener question? We,
0: we are uh, We didn't get new ones, but we can... We can draw from our last, last episode's unanswered questions.
1: Okay. I also have a, a question that we came up with before we watched the movie. Oh, okay. If you were a monkey, what kind of trouble would you get into?
0: That's a good question. Let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a monkey, I would... Am I a monkey with a monkey brain or am I a human with a monkey brain?
1: You're, you're that monkey in, in monkey trouble who seems to be a genius monkey.
0: Right. Okay. I know what I would do. Okay, Zeno, I I haven't thought of mine yet. So. Okay,
1: I would go to the zoo, free all the monkeys.
0: Ooh, <laughs> just the monkeys that are your size, or every monkey?
1: Probably every animal in the zoo. Every actually. animal. Yeah, start a big parade. Go down Whoa. the boardwalk. Take yeah. over. Take over in the streets.
0: Even like the sharks.
1: Um. <laughs> e- You're free.
0: <laughs> you just dump out of the water.
1: I guess that <laughs> would be murder. So maybe I would leave <laughs> the aquatic animals.
0: That's that's a good idea. So I'm
1: curious, Zena. What is stopping you from doing that now? If you, do you have superpowers as a monkey to do that? <laughs> that monkey has superpowers. Well, yeah, the monkey, I'm can not as crafty as that monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I already got caught burgling from CBS. Yeah. Oh wait, no, I got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take away my CVS uh, makeup kit. (laughs) CVS is never going to sponsor the show now. (laughs) Your extra bucks. My extra bucks. Please let me keep them. I've got like 10.
0: (laughs) I think I would do something. I I think if I was a monkey, I would focus on pranks. I would love to prank people because even if somebody could figure out that it was a monkey, as long as it was just one person that saw me... Nobody's going to believe them. Nobody's going to be like, no, it was a clever monkey that did this. Like, I didn't destroy that painting you have. It was a clever monkey that snuck into this house and slashed it. And they're like, that doesn't make any sense. You're lying.
1: I wonder if for like cold cases involving like these grand burglaries, have they thought about looking into monkeys? They
0: should. I feel like police should be forced to watch monkey trouble as yeah, part of their training. They should. Yeah. yeah. Learn not to let a monkey take your gun. And learn to consider monkeys as culprits in the robbery. Rachel, what would be your monkey trouble?
1: I don't know what trouble I would get into as a monkey.
0: Can you just take the the trouble you get into now and amplify it as a monkey?
1: Yeah. So just procrastinate a lot and (laughs) leave my clothing on the floor.
0: That'd be good. They could make a a movie about that. Yeah. (laughs) She adopts a monkey and just becomes less responsible. (laughs) It's not me who left my clothes out. It was the monkey. Yeah. yeah, right, Thora Bird. But then she just blames it all on the monkey, and they're like, oh, it was the monkey, like, making you procrastinate. Exactly. We, we're so very I, forgiving now.
1: I would kind of be the hero because I'd still be so cute. Right. They couldn't be mad at me. Right. Who sorted your mail today, you or your monkey? Great question. <laughs> mm.
0: So you'd, you'd have kind of like a monkey scapegoat.
1: Mm.
0: Well, I guess I'm imagining you owning monkey. a monkey. Yeah, you are the monkey.
1: I'm so you're, the scapegoat. You
0: are the scapegoat for somebody else. The
1: cutest scapegoat there. Right. <laughs> oh, so if I was Ava, I would still be trying to get that Rottweiler so the monkey could ride the Rottweiler oh, and good. pick up its poop. I would have yeah. a monkey just to clean up after my dog.
0: Yeah. Okay, so wrapping up, let's let's talk about the whoopworthiness. worthiness So, Zena, you thought that Multiplicity was a whoop-worthy movie.
1: Oh, it was definitely whoop-worthy, yeah. You
0: thought Monkey Trouble was whoop-worthy as well, or are you you're agreeing that multiplicity was whoop-worthy?
1: I certainly didn't whoop at the end of Monkey Trouble. Okay. I did more like a... Like a... <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Cute.
0: You're, you're making subtle facial, facial expressions. That I, uh, yeah, think and maybe,
1: I'm shrugging my shoulders a lot, so... Yeah.
0: Some of this might not translate into the <laughs> podcast. And um, so,
1: yeah, I didn't think it was whoop-worthy.
0: And... I think I did have a, a moment where I, I basically whooped where the monkey is wearing a little bib when she's feeding him chicken. I thought that was a whoop-worthy scene. I just love seeing the monkey in a little bib. I thought that was great. You
1: just really liked watching the monkey. I could have clothes. watched the
0: monkey do yeah do pretty yeah. much anything. Maybe in this movie.
1: it was whoop-worthy. Yeah. I felt the it deserved... monkey. The monkey was so whoop-worthy. The
0: monkey was whoop-worthy. As, Who would as train was Jack. A monkey.
1: Harvey yeah. Keitel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he spent two years learning to train that monkey <laughs> so he could do this movie.
1: I oh. say zero, zero whoops for that movie.
0: Zero whoops.
1: Almost negative whoops. Almost
0: negative whoops. Ooh. No, just zero. That's the harshest zero. score we've ever had on the, the two episodes of this podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so and I, I would give it a a whoop for just that one monkey bib scene, but otherwise a whoop if you've got kids, maybe. All right, so I think that about wraps it up for this episode of Dusty VCR. We can you can find us on DustyVCR.com com or on Facebook and Instagram and wherever at the the dusty vcr anything else to add
1: have a great rest of your day yeah Yeah. go monkey around
0: go monkey around (laughs) thanks everybody